here with Ellen Rosie. Ellen Rosie, hello. Hello, Stefan. Ellen is the uh, she hosts the Mosh Pit on Sin Show here at Sin Media, and she's also writes for Beat Magazine. And uh, what else do you do, Ellen? I also was executive producer of Mosh Pit last year. And I also have done gig photography, and I do film photography as a passion project. All right. So I decided not to do any any uh, planning for this show. We're just going to talk and just see if it's any good. Ellen, this might be the worst episode ever. I'm glad that I was chosen for the worst episode ever. It sort of reflects my life. <laughs> hey, it could be the best episode ever, and since you're the guest, it obviously reflects on you. So um, you just have to try your best to make it good. So, Ellen, you're a uh, 90s music kid, so to speak. I mean, you're not a kid, but let's just... I mean, like, I am a fan of 90s music, but I also do like music from other years and other, you know, genres. But 90s music is definitely up there with one of my favourites. So what's your favourite band? I bet it's like a really hidden gem that no one's ever heard of. Uh, My favourite band is Nirvana. Never heard of them. Oh, jeez. They were pretty big in the 90s. They were big in the early 90s. They had that big hit. What was the name of it again? Well, smells like crap. <laughs> smells like haven't used any deodorant in a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever get that vibe when you walk into, like, gigs and it's just like, man, these people, they really, they actually do, let's be real, they actually do smell like teen spirit because I haven't showered, I haven't put on deodorant, just like a lot of teenagers. Uh, or the opposite, because a lot of teenagers use too much deodorant, I right? I mean, like, when I was at the Foo Fighters gig yes. in 2015, I had this person next to me that had bad BO. But <laughs> when I left the Green Day gig last year, I was that person. Because, so, you know when you're in a mosh pit and you're sort of jumping around and everyone's sort of jumping against each other? And yep. so, I was covered in not only my own sweat, but other people's sweat as well, which I, I know it's really gross. And so I got on the train on, to catch a train home afterwards, and I stunk so bad, and I had to sit next to this guy the whole time. So, like, you know, and you're on the train, and you sit down next to someone, and the carriage gets empty, but I feel like it's awkward to just get up and change seats. So I'd I, do that. I would do it. I literally sat down next to this guy and the carriage was empty and I still didn't want to move because I thought it was kind of awkward and he was went all the way to Parkinham as well. And I stunk so bad. So that guy had to sit with me next to him the whole way home. And like, for those who don't know, that's like an hour of him smelling me really bad. I can just hear him smelling you. I can just imagine him just sitting there going, mm, I'm not moving either. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Well, that's just the way it is. You I was know, very so- keen to have a shower when I got home. Yeah, I mean, certain venues, they get really hot. I'm thinking the one we went to at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne, in Richmond, that gets really hot. We went there for Progfest, and I also yeah. went there for Iron Maidens, and I saw Hailstorm there as well with uh, that New Zealand band that I can't actually remember the name of, but they're good. No, Devil Skin, Devil Skin, that's it. Yeah, it gets super hot out there, and, you know, sometimes too hot. But, you know, what are you going to do? Just keep moshing. You just have to keep moshing. Or unless you go and see a band that you're not really that big of a fan of, so then you're just like, all right, I'm going to go now. Yeah, you're just going to go now and, my escape. <laughs> and get some water or yes. something like that. Just uh, go out and enjoy yourself. Exactly. 
Now, uh, have you seen any Reese, any gigs lately? Me and, me and Reese uh, was on the last podcast talking about the Def Leppard Scorpions gig. Well, Scorpions didn't actually show up. Have you seen any bands lately? Uh, yes, I have actually. I saw a U2 cover band that was at a hotel in Camberwell. They were pretty good. They were pretty similar to the actual band U2, and they sang all of their big hits. And that so was actually, classics, mostly not not much the new ones, all the classics. They didn't sing any of the new ones. They didn't sing like they sang mostly from like nineties and earlier. They didn't sing any new stuff. Yeah, but they would have done Beautiful Day they, or Vertigo, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, they sang those songs, but they were like the only ones. Everything mm-hmm. else was like from nineteen ninety five and earlier. And um, I also saw a band. I went to a post rock gig the other weekend at the Evelyn, and that was my first time at the Evelyn. And I'm not really a fan of post-rock. I didn't really enjoy the music that much because, like, I'm not really a fan of post-rock. But I, d- I do enjoy going and seeing live music. So yeah. I did have a good time because I could go out and see some live music. But I'm also going to a gig tomorrow night. Yeah. That's also at the Evelyn. Ooh. Do you want to know who I'm seeing? <laughs> not really, but I think the listeners might. I don't really care, to be honest, but go on. Gosh, it's so rude. Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just very <laughs> honest. Why do people you know, mistake rudeness for being honest? I'm just very honest. I'm never rude to anyone okay. ever. I'm just super honest. Okay, right, Stephane, Ellen? That's a good quality to have. We like people that are honest. I'm seeing Ocean Sleeper and Drown This City are opening, and you know how much I love Drown This City. I know how much you seem to like bands with some sort of ocean or water in the title. We talked about this the other day. What's with all these we this Oceans Grove and ocean Drown the Drown the City, Ocean Sleeper. And I just came across a new band to, uh, tonight that I'm putting on the playlist called Oceans Inside. Jeez, stay out of the water, people. <laughs> that's where the sharks are. Yeah, that's true. There's Australia. There are sharks everywhere. In, yeah. in the ponds, in the billabongs. There's some of the worst shark attacks in Australia. Yeah. Sharks are evil. They attack people for no reason. Have you seen they the have movie an agenda. Jaws? Yeah, of course. Jaws was pretty creepy. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like that bit where, um, you know, he's looking and he comes across like the abandoned ship and then there's like a hole in it that that guy like floats across and his face I mean, is really scary. <laughs> to be real, obviously sharks have a PR problem. You might have seen that. No more than like between five or ten people are killed by sharks each year compared to what hundreds of thousands by mosquitoes or something like that or more by spiders or snakes or oh, anything like that. Please don't say that. Now I'm getting a Well, this is an Australian podcast. This Ugh. is Rock Capital. We're from Melbourne. We talk about <laughs> Melbourne culture and you know what? Every day I work, I wake up next to like a, a spider or a snake or you a wake drop up bear. And there's a yeah, there's a drop bear usually. A drop bear. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, hang on a second. You're not an actual bear. Collars aren't bears. And the drop bear's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what's, like, what's with that, drop bear? He's like, oh, whatever. It's stuck. Mm. Yeah, drop bears are pretty scary. Yeah. If you come to Australia, watch out for them. Watch out for the drop bears. Attack of the drop bears. They yes. are there. Attack of the drop bears. They but, will uh, get you. The band was called... Uh, that you're seeing tomorrow was... Ocean Sleeper. Yeah, are they playing with anyone else? Drown This City. No, oh, that's right, Drown This City. Oh, they're playing together, right. Okay. <laughs> well, of course they are. Blacklist as well, who I have seen before. And there's another one that I'm really sorry. I don't remember the name of the other people that are opening. But there's three openers and then Ocean Sleeper. Oh, it sounds like... 
like a big night of yeah, good music, huh? I'm I'm so excited. I mean, when I heard that Drown the City was the opening, was one of the opening acts, I was I was stoked. Because you stoked. interviewed them twice on Mosh Pit, didn't you? Yeah, I've interviewed them twice, and then I went to their gig, and I I got a photo with the band, like with the lead singer, and she's really cool. Mm. And I was going to see them a few other times, but I didn't end up going. But now I'm going to see them tomorrow night, so it's all good. And around the city, you'd say they're like a hardcore punk band with a bit of electronic... Yeah, like electronic post-hardcore. Yeah, elements, yeah. Okay, well, I'll see if I can track down both those interviews and put as a little bonus for you guys. Yeah. Is that one of your favourite Moshpin interviews? Yeah, definitely. Every interview I've had with Alex Reed, who's the lead singer, has been great. She's a really cool girl. Yes, so Moshpit, of course, is the radio show on Sin 90.7 on Thursday nights. If, you can, if you're in Melbourne, you can listen to it or sin.syn.org.au. And uh, if you go to Moshpit Backstage Podcast, uh, all of Alan did a lot of interviews. I did a lot of interviews in like last year and the year before, but this year I've literally done none. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done one or two, so uh, check it out. You know, one of the more recent ones was the one I did with Scott Ian from Anthrax about his Spoken World Tour. And it, I'm not going to use the word viral, I wouldn't say it went viral, but it was kind of put on other websites, which is good. It was put on Tone Def, which is the biggest Aussie music website, and it even went on Ultimate Ultimate Guitar, which is 12 million users. Like you know, one of their clickbaity um, titles, Anthrax, um, um, Scott Ian says, there will never be another band as big as Metallica, and then all these people commenting, yes, there will. And they're all listening to you. That's, that's true, yeah. That's so cool. You know, I had sort of something similar, actually it's not really similar, but like, so you know how I write for Beat Magazine? Yes. I um, did an article that was a venue overview for Red Betty. Have you heard of Red Betty? No. Well, they're a music venue in Brunswick, and they're pretty new, and I haven't been there, but I want to check them out. But they seem pretty cool from what I heard in the interview. And it's a piece that I was really proud of that I wrote, and then when it was published, it had, like, over 300 likes, like 46 Ooh. tweets, and 12,000 shares. <laughs> It is a good feeling. Like yeah. you kind of, you, it's a good feeling when a bunch of people who you never met and don't actually care about you read your stuff. Exactly, it's a good feeling. Exactly, really I'm puts your it, mind in perspective, right? I'm glad <laughs> it was very well received. Yeah, even like the we post some of our interviews to YouTube too on Mushpit, and some of them do really well. I think it depends. Like if if you think it's shared on other sites, that's when that's when things really start to uh, go viral, so to speak. Yeah, I not had, viral. Uh, I had one of my interviews with um, DJ Ashbar, who was in. Ah, uh, yes, he, he was, was in, in Guns N' Roses for a while. But yeah, now he's in Six AM. Six AM. Yeah, which has the former Motley Crue bass player. Yeah, and uh, yeah, DJ Nick, himself, Nikki Six. Yeah, Nikki Six. And um, I that interview that I did was um, used for. I'm pretty sure it was a Blabbermouth article. Yeah, and yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, that's where my Scott Ian interview ended up first. It was in Blabbermouth, and then Tone Def, I think it was Tone Def, yeah, they they, they actually posted, thanks to Blabbermouth, hang on a second, Blabbermouth reposted it, and you're crediting them, but they, they still credited Moshby Backstage and me, but it's still, it's just a bit weird to have them crediting the thing that they stole, not stole, that they posted it from, because, you know, they, they had a link to the interview, yeah. so that's okay, and I was named in it. But uh, was yeah, it and then went to Alcum Guitar. Name or your last name? As yeah, well? it, was, it was both. You know, let's say called the Moshpit backstage, which is good. 
But do you know how many extra viewers we got? I mean, all listeners on the YouTube thing, not actually that much. <laughs> <laughs> I think, a, I think it, for me, it seems like a lot of people just read the thing and then just started commenting. Are you on Twitter? I'm not, actually. But you are. But I'm not. The last time I tweeted was in March, and the only person to like my comment to like my tweet or comment was my mom. Hey, I did sometimes. Give me some credit. Like back in 2016. Yeah. So. Like that was like two years ago. Time to you know up your game. <laughs> now I, I I don't tweet so. Oh, what a shame. So, have you done much um, writing yourself? Actually, yeah, I guess since the first writing I did was a website called The Dwarf. If you go to thedwarf.com.au, did you ever what, see that site? No. I may be wrong, but I think it was like one of the earliest music websites in Australia. And uh, But it's all run by volunteers, I think. So, I had a look and it seems like went down for like a year or two with no activity then they disappeared again and now they're back on well done guys that seems to happen a lot the dwarf yeah the i'll have to look them up yeah the dwarf.com.au so a lot of my early reviews were there i think my first one was actually a a album review of the richie sambora album that came out aftermath of the lowdown so to me that was a big deal the first time i got published on it i guess do you remember the first time you got published on anything uh, yeah, I got published on Sin back in 2016, I think it was. Was it a review? Or? Uh, I reviewed, I don't know which one came first. I didn't. I did an email interview with a band and I also did a review of a Chickenfoot song, which, fun fact, Chickenfoot is a super group that has Chad Smith, the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers in it. And I don't know which one got published first, but it was pretty cool. But then I think it, I, got, I got much more excited when I first got published for Beat. Well, I uh, <clears throat> edited that Chicken Foot review. Thank you very much for saying <laughs> that. And it was, it was good. It well, was good. you know, I actually forgot about the edited because it was like kind of a long time ago now. Yes. Uh, but do you remember like when you first started doing Sin Radio, Community Radio, just so you could play Nirvana? Yes. I literally said that at Sin Camp last year. They were like, so why did you all join Sin? I'm like, so that I could play music that I wanted to on radio. Which is a fair thing to do. <laughs> why not? Come on, guys. Go to sin.org.au, S-Y-N, if you want to do the same. And you can play Nirvana on the air too or whatever you... Or maybe play actual good music. I'm just kidding, Alan. I'm just kidding. What? I said play actual good music. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm ki- I'm just kidding. Excuse me? Excuse Nirvana me. is like the best band ever of all time. Um, <laughs> now, nah, look, to be honest with you, like, I mean, you already knew this, I don't need to say to be honest, but uh, I was never really a fan of grunge really i think what I pref- about alice in chains and Pearl yeah Dam um and soundgarden i don't and stone temple pilots i don't listen to pearl jam like at all alice in chains you know there's like one or two songs i like from their old stuff but what are they um no excuses yeah and the other one i don't remember and uh, <laughs> and so that with their newest singer they've been releasing uh like kind of sludge metal kind of albums and i like it better it's a bit more metal less grunge and Nirvana, you know, obviously there are some songs that I like. I was never really a fan of the grunge thing. I preferred 80s music, and I liked, I liked the showmanships of the 80s music, you know. So you had all of these 80s rock bands playing with solos and doing these, um, you know, riffs. and cr- Chris cr- Isaac. Chris Isaac. What about him? <laughs> Do you know who that is? Hmm? Do you know who that is? Who's he from? What, what's he from again? He has that song. It's 
wicked game. Wicked game. No, I was, I was making a joke, but you completely didn't get the joke because you're saying I like 80s bands and 80s music and you're talking about like metal music, but Chris Isaac is not metal. He's like just a oh, singer. Yeah. And no, <laughs> my, obviously my favourite is um, anything that involves Rick Ashley, anything that involves Rick <laughs> Talking Heads, they're a good 80s one. Yeah, and anything with synthesizers in it, so like Don Henley and the Van Eagles. Halen. Yeah, Van Halen. All that kind of stuff. I could recognise if a uh, band is in the is from the eighties because you can tell. It's actually pretty easy to tell, right? Especially yeah. if you hear that bloody synthesizer. They always have these synthesizers, or they always have these big crazy vocals. Uh, you know? Chris Isaac doesn't have the synthesizer in his song "Wicked Game." Well, he's an anomaly. <laughs> Screw him. Do you remember the first time you were broadcasting on radio? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I was actually with you, Stefan. Yeah, it was on when I was when I was running Mushpit. When you were the executive producer of yeah. Mushpit, and I remember that I was supposed to be hosting with someone, but they didn't actually come in that week, so I was hosting by myself, and it was just me and you. It was a little bit like this, actually, and um. I played my music and then I didn't really know what... I sort of, like, had my segment ideas, but I was sort of, like, you know, I was kind of short for ideas. Yeah. And so you would, like, try to prompt me by, like, asking me questions and stuff to get the segments Because I am super approachable and very nice and kind. You know, when I first saw you, so when I first walked into the Sin house, I thought that you looked different from what, like, you would because the Sin... Mosh Pit, their page on the internet, had the the other guy, the one before you, um, still on it. Oh, and yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, uh, who's this? And then you're like, oh, I'm Stefan. Hey, like, I run this show. <laughs> Get out of my way. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you don't look like the picture. <laughs> it's like internet dating. <laughs> yeah, when was this? This was 2016. Okay, yeah, yeah Tinder this, was still a thing. This is yeah. like July... 2016. Yeah, just like every Tinder day you've been on, right, You Alan? know what? I was thinking of downloading Tinder. Again? Like now, yeah, yeah, again. Well, look, if there's anyone listening to this from Melbourne, you better download your Tinder app now. <laughs> if you want to get a, a, some girl who's been on radio, do that. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I know you're from Rock Capital, and you're like, yeah. It's really the South My best work. Tinder is lame. Don't go on it. <laughs> Don't go on Tinder. Yeah. So what else is coming? Oh yeah, good things. Good things festival. Um, I'm I think, so excited about good things. Festival. I think I think what's going to happen is I don't have a ticket yet, but I think what's going to happen is I'm just going to get one at the last minute. Yeah, well. But I don't have one as of yet. I got one as soon as I had heard about Good Things Festival. I'm pretty sure I bought one as soon as their tickets went on sale, like the day that they went on sale, or maybe like a couple of days after. Like it was pretty quick after I'd heard about it. And they went on sale. And, like, as soon as I heard that The Offspring were going to be there performing the album Smash in full. So, my favourite Offspring song is Self-Esteem. Like, that song is just the, the epitome of my life, right? And so, I really like that song. And that song is on that album. So, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be able to hear Self-Esteem live. But I love that song so much. Look, if... I mean, obviously, if they weren't performing the album Smash, you would hear Self-Esteem anyway. Would, yeah, probably yeah. still hear Self-Esteem. Steam. Okay, so I've got the uh, I've got the um, poster. Uh, oh, well, not the poster. The set times opening. So you know what? If I had a ticket, which I might later, 
It's on Friday the seventh at the Flemington Racecourse. It's also in Sydney, somewhere. Uh, no, I, um, wasn't it? There was a venue upgrade, wasn't it? Originally at the yes, Melbourne they did upgrade it to Flemington. I, I can't remember what for, but I guess it was. Or was that might have been? Was that download? Could have been download. There was download festival that was at Flemington Racecourse, but the Good Things Festival was originally at Melbourne Showgrounds. And then there was a venue upgrade, and they moved it to Flemington Racecourse. Which I thought is it like, was download, but I can't remember which is which. But who cares? Which is like right next door. Yeah, down download was at Flemington Racecourse. Yeah, but um, so I'm looking at here, and if let's just say I had a ticket, I am pretty satisfied with that uh, list because there isn't any major clashes for me. Like I want to go see uh, North Lane at uh, 1.45. There actually isn't anyone I really want to see until then, so I might even skip the first hour or so. Might see Make Them Suffer. Definitely want to see Baby Battle at 3.15 till 4. Is that all the time we get? Come on. Maybe see The Used to Pass the Time, but I want to see Tonight Alive at 5, and then pff, I don't care who comes next, as long as I can see Stone Tower and The Offspring. Yay! Oh my god, can, can I give you mine now? You oh, can't. That computer like didn't turn like I thought it would. No, you can't. Um, but you're so, gonna do it anyway, <laughs> aren't you? So I want to see North Lane. So the first cup, actually, I kind of want to see the, the water parks as well. So, what style are they? Are they punk or? Yeah, yeah. I want to see water parks. They're on at one to one forty-five, and then I'll see North Lane, and then LA Dispute, and then Baby Metal, and then you see, I want to see all the ones from like stage one and two, but not all from stage three and four. And then you know, I might see the used, or I might go and go see Scar. Le- I don't actually know how to pronounce that. Or Tonight Alive, and then I'll go see um, Mayday Parade. You know, I interviewed Mayday Parade on Mosh Pit in 2016, yeah. Nice. So, you're into them? Yeah, definitely. So, I'll go and see Mayday Parade, and then I will go and see... And then probably from there, I'll be lining up out the front of the offspring (laughs) for three hours. Um, so you'll be you'll see all time low just because you want to be there. Yeah, just because I want to be right. Do you up like the that front. band? I don't actually. I haven't listened to them. Are they like an emo band? Well, to me, I don't listen to them that much, but they seem like a pop punk band. But you know, they're the poppy one of the popular of the pop punk bands as far as I can see. So if you like your Blink One Any Two, but you wanted them to be even poppier. Then you might like all time low. Yes. I mean, like, actually, I might go and see Stone Sour and then I'll go back over to the offspring. But uh, the stage is going to be, they're going to be right next to each other. Yeah, surely. so, so you'll I'm be thinking just... it's like Download Festival where the stage, yeah. the two stages were right next to each so other. So you'll just hang out at the offspring and just watch Stone Sour from the side, I guess. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Literally, the only band that I really want to see, actually, there's Wax that are on stage three. So, I have seen Wax before, but, you know, I could go see them again. It's not Wax, it's Wax. <laughs> W-A-A-X. You know, I took my friend to go and see Wax, like, I invited them to come to the Wax gig with me, and they're not a fan of punk, and so they hated the entire gig, and they, they were literally, like, I was afraid that they were going to walk out and leave me there. Have you ever brought someone to a gig with you that's not a fan of the music, and then they just hate it the whole time? Um, well... I remember I brought this friend. We were seeing... I um, can't remember who the band was. It was it was a blues band from Sydney, I think. I can't remember who they're called. I think I had to review it or something, but they allowed me to bring like a plus one or two. Yeah. So I rocked up, and I think the band that was opening for them was actually the Stiffies. Do you remember the Stiffies? I feel like I've heard of it before. Yeah, uh, language warning, but I don't really have... They're, they're a band called the Stiffies. What do you think their songs are about? <laughs> They're a duo. You have one playing bass and you have one playing drums with, you know, just a 
drum and bass combo, but not electronic drum and bass, literal bass player and a drummer who sing together. And they had trumpets, as in they had girls come on stage and just play the trumpet, which is kind of weird. But the have, songs are really catchy. Do they have guitar as well? Like? Uh, they have a guitarist on stage for their newer stuff, but back then they only had the drum and bass. But, you know, their songs were pretty catchy. Like, <laughs> drum, I, bass and trumpet. <laughs> yeah, just just for a song or two. And uh, they, so had, funny. they have a song called Boogie Board, which you can go on YouTube. Look at look it up, the Stiffies, Boogie Board. And, you know, if people with their boogie boards just sing it, it's the most catchiest song ever. They only have two words, boogie and boarding, but uh, it's a good song. Maybe I'll, I'll listen to that when I get home. Yeah. But they did, uh, on their latest release, or I don't know, this was years ago, they released a song called Killing the Internet, because I think they kind of ran out of songs to... Music Killing to, the internet. Something they they ran out of material to write about, you know, uh, stiffies. You know, you you kind of write yourself into a corner when you when you call yourself the stiffies. So I'm glad that they branched out. And <laughs> the they also stiffies. and I remember when Pokemon Go came out, they released um, a, a Pokemon Go song almost straight away, like two days really? afterwards. Yeah, they, it kind of reminds me of um, Steel Panther. What about? Oh yeah, because they like the same sort of thing. Well, maybe. they're uh, like not. The same theme, but like the same sort of yeah. style, if if you get what I mean. As in, like just talking about jokes yeah, and humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steel Panther, who've got a new album coming out. Apparently, they literally lost their last one, and when I say literally, I mean their hard drive. They lost all the material. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, hey, it's uh, our Moshpit co-host outside. Wait, but you actually interviewed Steel Panther. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> So our Moshpit co-hosts, which will be on it in like 10 or 15 minutes, are outside the door and they're doing some lewd gestures. Yeah. Which is... I uh, just flipped them off. Yeah, which I is highly inappropriate. We, we we only talk about bands called the Stiffies and about bands. Yeah, and exactly. Steel Panther. We definitely don't do lewd gestures. Interrupting our podcast. They are. people are these? They are. Very rude. But yeah, it's... Well, our show will actually be on soon, so we should probably finish up anyway. So... Thanks for coming in, Ellen. I hope you enjoyed this little discussion. That is okay. Can I, like, be on another podcast episode? Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Why would I be asking if I didn't want to? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, if you enjoyed it, you can be on another time. Yay. Yeah, we'll do another one of these. Yay. Cool. All right. Well, you can find Ellen on the Moshpit on Sin. Check out her interviews, Moshpit Backstage. And she's also a beat, which yeah. you can go to beat.com.au. And you can follow me on Instagram at AllenRosie1. Yes, so check out Alan Rosie. And maybe she'll bring her Twitter account back. Who knows? <laughs> all right. This is the Rock Capital podcast about rock music and Melbourne and other awesome stuff. Thanks for coming in, Alan. And uh, Thank you. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye.